blasted by Dad Original. This band is a band that sounds to me like Alice in Chains reincarnated. So hopefully you kind of get that vibe uh, from them. For more information, deadoriginal.com. And welcome into uh, this very special edition of What the Music. If you know a band, this is going to be some absolutely uh, great information that he's going to provide for you. And now here is my conversation with Lauren Israel. Hi, Turtle. <laughs> How's it going? It's going great. <laughs> Why do you have the nickname Turtle? Uh, well, if you log on to my website, entertheshell.com, it kind of then makes sense, you know? Okay. It's, it's that whole, you know, I'm a turtle and enter the shell, kind of enter into my world, enter into my thought process, and uh, it's kind of like a turtle shell, you know? Awesome. I love it. And so, you know, so it's it's cool that our lives have have been somewhat intertwined without us knowing, but now we can actually kind of meet each other. Dude, you know? it's it's wonderful about the music business because those of us who stay in it because we are either institutionalized, have the disease, or are otherwise completely unemployable, and I'm all three, <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's a very... Believe it or not, it's a small group of people, man. Really? Small group of people. Oh, it, yeah. It, it it doesn't seem like that because I'm meeting new people, you know, every week. So, uh, you know, I, I, I get that perspective of how small it is, but yet to me it doesn't seem small because I, I get to uh, meet people every week and, you know, talk to them and get their perspective on – uh, the industry, uh, kind of like you and your perspective uh, on the industry and everything that you're doing. And if you log on to laurenisrael.com, uh, there you could get more uh, information. Uh, and I wanted to talk to you about that now that you're in the music industry and um, uh, you're helping bands, you're consulting. And one of the biggest problems I, I find in the music industry is everybody is a consultant and this isn't a dig on you or anything. Uh, but what makes you different from the, the very vast majority of consultants that I've had, uh, in the music industry? Um, well, um, let me say this. Um, I'm a record producer and a music executive. And one of the things I do is I mentor and um, help emerging talent. Um, uh, if the the consulting label is a is a uh, is what I do for labels in terms of finding talent and doing A and R and stuff like that, um, I happen to absolutely positively love my work with emerging talent. It's the best part of the entirety of what I do, you know, I have a lot of things I do in the music space. You know, I own a publishing company. I have a production company. I do A&R for labels. I produce records. I help bands out uh, with their marketing and promotion. But what I really love, love, love doing is I love to create a situation where a band takes the mystery out of why they are not successful. And I help them look at the reality of how to make them successful. And 
what makes me different than anybody else, I can almost guarantee you, A, there's no one that you know that does what I do, and two, there's no one that you know that has been as successful as I, I am. And I'm not trying to be boastful. I'm just trying to be factual. I have more number one songs from bands who have gone through my development than anyone anyone out there. And I love it. I absolutely love it. I love working with my artists. I love seeing their progress. But it's more of an evangelistic kind of a thing. Like, I'm evangelizing, look at things, looking at things critically and intelligently as opposed to fantastically. In other words, taking the mystery out of a stupid music business that doesn't need to be mysterious. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's so crazy because I'm sure you're kind of like me in the sense where every day I'm bombarded with tons of bands that are trying to get their name out there and they find me. And, you know, for myself, I am what they would call a, uh, a, a music um, maker, you know, not a music maker, but uh, a, a music connoisseur. And I handpick all the music that I get that come in uh, to me, all the music submissions. And the, the pile that I get, I kid you not, I go through at least 200 submissions a month. And I have to set wow. time. I have to set time to, you know, go through these. And I, over, over the years, I've, you know, I, I've, I've been really good at finding the right band. And is that tough for you? Because I'm sure you're getting bombarded as well. I mean, people are just trying to get their music out and they find me as an outlet. But for those musicians that find you, it's a, a little bit different because they want to uh, be groomed, I guess, or, or, or fine-tune themselves. Do you get a lot of that, of, of submissions to yourself? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, the truth of the matter is is that um, my wife thinks I'm crazy uh, because I work with artists that don't have anything else going on. They do not have a an, an income stream. They don't have any demand for tickets. They don't have any demands for T-shirts, belt buckles, coffee mugs. They have no touring. They have no Spotify or SoundCloud, Tidal, YouTube, TikTok, nothing. And if I believe that I can help them, and if I understand the music, I'm available to help them. So I look at submissions. I know it sounds crazy, dude. That's why I love doing what I do. I look at submissions as opportunities rather than obstacles. Um, so um, it is overwhelming, and I have to have certain guidelines for 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 people that submit stuff to me. But um, I I have the same issue. I have a lot of people hitting me up. <laughs> it's it's a good problem to have. Uh, I, I should say, being a a taste maker that I've that I've become, and uh, being uh, that of notoriety that people actually want to reach out to me and and need my help. And it it's tough to say no to a band. I want to say yes to all two hundred, but I can't. 
you know, uh, physically I can't, mentally I can't, and for my own standards I can't, you know, and um, what would I do sometimes is if I, if I hear something that I'm like, you know what, you're not there yet, and I will you know, email them back, say, you know what, I didn't play your song, but I, I see you're on the right path. Just keep on, you know, submitting some stuff and eventually I'm sure something is gonna hit. Um bands don't want to hear that. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but they they think that every song that they make is the greatest song in the world. And I get it because every song is, you know, uh, they they give birth to it. They create and and they don't understand what i understand is i look at them and i get the hours that it took to make that song the days the years you might have shelved that song for maybe you know five years and came back to it and thought it was ready and then you send it to me and i'm just like you're not there yet and i i get it's frustrating to them because they don't see i they think that i don't see their vision when i do and I understand those elements that go into a song, which is why I find it remarkable that, you know, I went on to your website. And for those people listening, uh, feel free to go on to Lauren's website, laurenisrael.com. And I'm going to have all the links on the show notes. Um, you, you say that you have uh, all these formulas. And um, if you have the desire to write all the songs, you can. And... Um, you're going to help them to sing. And I, I thought that was interesting because, you know, I fancy myself as a guitarist and a singer, songwriter, but for myself. And when I do play for some of my friends, very personal, they all laugh. Because <laughs> they're like, are you serious? Is this, is this really your voice? You know? And um, it, it's it, it's. It's personal, but at the same time, I get it. I, I don't have that voice of a generation. <laughs> but you can help people get that to that voice. Am I understanding this right? Let me ask you a question. Okay? Yeah. Turtle, how do you think a plumber learns how to be a great plumber? Um, it, a practice. It's just practice. There you go. Right? He finds somebody who can show him how to be a great plumber. He copies that person. He's a intern or whatever you call those type of an apprentice, right? Right. Um, and then he does it a lot and a lot, 10,000 hours, right? Let me ask you a question. How do you think a carpenter becomes a great carpenter? How do you think a landscaper becomes a great landscaper. How do you think a doctor becomes a great doctor? How do you think a lawyer becomes a great lawyer? How do you think people become great? They do it a lot. They learn from somebody who's been doing it successfully. They copy that person. And then once they've copied that person to the nth degree, they learn their own craft. Why, Turtle? Why, why, why do we think writing songs and being successful in the music business is any freaking different. <laughs> it is absolutely not. The reason why bands get angry if you don't like their song is because they don't write a lot. Because if they wrote a lot, they wouldn't be so emotionally tied up with their the one song they wrote over the last three months. And if they're not writing 
songs prolifically. And by prolific, let me be, let me make it very, very clear. If you want to be successful in the music business, you must, must write at least one song a week. So if you don't write a lot, you tend to, to hang on emotionally, excuse me, with all of your material. But it, this is what I'm telling you. The mystery, these people are wrapped up in the fantasy of it. You, Turtle, and me, we are in the reality of the music business. And that's what I evangelize. I'm not a mentor. I'm an evangelist. Wow. I, I love it. I love your, your perspective on this. And I, I'm just curious... Um, you know, other than um, your website, which it's laurenisrael.com, do you do a podcast or, or do you do anything else? No. Because it seems like all this information, and I get it, you know what I mean? Not, not that you're you're being secretive, but this information, bands really need to hear more of. And, you know, for them to contact you, I mean, yeah, they, they could do that, but, you know, I, I, I think people are missing out on you. <laughs> And uh, this has been a, such a, a eye-opening um, discussion that I'm so glad that we are having. And thank you for that. Well, uh, I appreciate it, dude. Um, you know, like I said, uh, I I do love what I do. I'm very very lucky. I don't take it for granted. Um, and. Uh, I learn a lot. I learn, I'm learning all the time and I'm curious, right? I'm always curious. Yeah. Is it that curiosity that led you into the just different variables of the music industry? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's funny. No, to be honest, like I said, dude, I was, it's a disease, right? I tried to go to college after my band. If you're asking me how I got into it, um, my band got a record deal, a publishing deal. I toured. I did all that stuff as a musician, and then I recognized that's not for me. I went. I went to college. I put myself through college. You know, I had a. I worked at the local surf shop over here, and then I. I was, you know, living with three or four different people, two of which were junkies. I mean, come on. I had the same, the same lower middle class lifestyle in LA as any kid coming out of LA. And, um, I tried to go to, 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 to find, uh, something to do in college. I, I majored in, believe it or not, psychobiology. And it was very difficult for me. I wasn't cut out for school, but I finished. And, um, but, but what really drove me, it's always, I always had this drive. Wherever, wherever, wherever I was, it always led me back to music. And, um, I frankly, I frankly think it's because I have no other skills. Um, I'm institutionalized at this point. I, I'm completely unemployable. And, I love it, but I think I th come on, dude. You're the same way, turtle. Come on, you can't tell me you're not the same fucking way. Come on. <laughs> you know what? I I am, and what, what drives me crazy is I have a bunch of friends that start podcasts, and they don't ask me for help. And it's like I've been doing this for 13 years at least, 
And, you know, there was nobody to help me when I started out. And I literally had to become an engineer and know how to move sound and, and know how to record a, uh, a phone conversation and things like that. And now there's all these, you know, uh, tools out there that j- just circumvent all that, that people are just like, I don't know how to do it, but you know, I bought this app that can do it for me. You know what I mean? It's, you know, and, uh, like recently I just talked to this podcast and it was called cover to cover to cover to cover. Right. And mm-hmm. my biggest pet problem with them was they had echo in their, um, in their show. Like the whole thing was just, echo. <laughs> and it drove you out of your mind. <laughs> it drove you bonkers. <laughs> yes. I was like, why would you do that? Why? Like that, that makes no sense that's at awesome. all. You know? <laughs> and they were just like, well, that's our sound. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you sound stupid. You know what I mean? Like just change that. You know, their show was absolutely wonderful. My only critique was lose the fucking echo, you know? I was like, just lose it. And you got something very marketable, very there, you know? And I, it, it, it just hurts me at times where I see all these people doing stuff and they don't ask me for help. And I, 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 I don't know if it's because they think that I'm unapproachable because I'm completely approachable or they just think that they have it all figured out and they don't see my... 13 years of experience as something valuable. Do you? And, and, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I, I want to say something. And you're, you, you hit on something that's so important. People have a problem asking for help. You are 1000% right. You're sitting there going, let me help you. Just ask me a question. It's gnarly, dude. It's gnarly. It's gnarly. <laughs> and and I, I guess what I'm getting at, too, is that's why you're there. You're there because the first step in a band becoming a band is asking for help. I know we are so caught up in this DIY movement, and um, that's great, you know, whether it's production or anything like that, but... We do need outside, an outside observer to just come in and help us out because we're not going to get this right. I, I pitch my show to people all the time, you know, and say, what, what can I do best? What, what can I, what can I change? What can I do? And I, a lot of the times it's just like, just keep on going. They're like, you, you, you know what you're doing. And it, it's, it's great for that, but at the same time, it doesn't help me progress to the next level and that's what i love about you you're there to help bands progress to the next level log on to laurenisrael.com for that help and not only that this is what i like too you're gonna offer help and if in two weeks if it's not for them you know they all can get their money back and that i think is one of the best deals Around there, and and I know I'm saying deals as kind of a, a pitch word, but it, it's it's really remarkable because there are so many people that will say, "I'm here to help you." They take your money, and then you know the people are not satisfied, and they just keep the money. You know, the, I think that's a a sincere 
act of, of generosity that you're doing with people. You know, you put them through the program, and if they're not happy with it in two weeks, you're like, hey, man, you know, no, no harm, no foul. I think that's uh, very uh, kind of you. And why would you do that? Let me say this. Um, when I first started doing this, like you, I enjoy helping people. It is. It gives me a sense of purpose. You know, I have a son and my wife. You know, my wife's a lawyer and I have a toddler running around. So, like, I always say, hey, Chels, my wife, hey, you know, do you need some help? You know, do you need something? Get, you know, kind of. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm freaking busy. I'm the one that's making all the money. And yet I'm going out of my way to ask my wife what I can help her with. Why? Because I have either an un uncomfortable or completely sane uh, desire to be of service and to be helpful. Now, when I first started doing this, I would do it for free. Turtle, I would do it for free. And what I found out was very, very startling. When I did all my work for free, and I mean, I got bands record deals. I made them hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. I helped people all over the place. They wouldn't, they wouldn't listen to me. They wouldn't actually take and heed my advice. But when I started charging them a little bit, they started actually doing the work. So that's what I learned. I learned if I do not value myself and my time, I cannot expect others to do it. Now, finally, I want to answer your question. The reason why I give people a, a you know the opportunity to get all their money back is because I really don't do this for the money. I do this to see an artist write a song and ultimately write a record and ultimately write songs that get placed on 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 um, on platforms that do really really well and I open their eyes and I evangelize the idea that take the mystery and the fantasy out of this music stuff if in fact you want to do well if you don't want to do well if you don't want to make money have at it like have a, have a blast. Go down the, go down the block, go to the bar and play covers or play in your band. But if you want to do this and make a living, be smart about it. And I believe that there's nobody on this planet who does this with more passion, with more honesty and with more vigor than I do. Now, I'm not everyone's cup of tea, right? I, people don't like me. I get it. And that's okay. That's totally okay. But I do it because I believe in the process. I believe in the process. I believe in you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of the program and uh, being able to participate uh, in my show. I truly appreciate it. Um, I would love to continue this conversation at least uh, uh, you know, once a quarter, you know, uh, a year, you know, at least four times a year, or three times a year, just to get your perspective on, uh, everything, uh, going on in the music industry. So, uh, thank you for that, uh, opportunity and, uh, thank you for, uh, coming on the show and being a guest. I truly appreciate it. Awesome. 
Turtle, you're amazing. I love your vibe. Um, thank you so much for having me and, uh, hit me up. I'm available. I, I, uh, I will. And I, you know, my one critique, uh, that I do have is, is, and maybe you can change this is you should change your domain to Lauren is real because you are real and more people need to know that you are real and you are out there and you can help them. Awesome. Take care, man. And again, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed that eye-opening conversation with Lauren Israel. Again, laurenisrael.com is where you can find him at. And that's going to wrap it up for this edition of What the Music. You love the doors I open. I love the words you spoken.